0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van and today in episode 119, we're gonna be talking about podcasts for homeschool families. And I have a guest today who's been a guest before, Sarah Snyder. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Thank you for having me back. This is really fun.
0: So one of the reasons I invited Sarah back was that when I looked through at the end of the year to see what the most popular podcasts were for 2020, Sarah's one was number two, and she came and spoke on podcasts for children and teens. And so in this episode, she's gonna broaden that a little more, and she's going to be talking about podcasts for homeschool families. Now, Sarah, what has changed in the podcast world since we last spoke?
1: Well, obviously, this year has been uh, a crazy year. So if you look at this spring of 2020, there were about a million podcasts out there on iTunes or on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. So as of last week, which we're now in January of 2021, so now we're, we've almost doubled. So that's the growth in just under a year of podcasts. So the issue is there are so many and there's no really good way to search for podcasts yet. I know that there's directories and whatnot, but none of them are as, as user-friendly as you would expect. And uh, a lot of the podcasts out there, you know, maybe somebody started it and they have six or seven episodes and then they just stopped. So you start to find that and then you're like, oh, okay, this isn't one. So it can be really frustrating to try to find the ones that would be appropriate for homeschooling families. And that's what I'm trying to help with.
0: Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. By the way, since last time, another thing that has changed is that Sarah now has her own podcast and it's called the online school mom, right? Okay. Yep. Online. The Online School Mom. And um, you can now find that um, on most of the podcast players. And yes. you can be able to look at them. She also has her website, is dot com, where she has um, a lot of other things, including she's busy putting together a directory of places where you can find online classes. So we'll have all these links in the show notes, which you can find at com. So you can go and look up this episode and find where to find Sarah. And I would say to you, Go and follow her on her podcast too. Um, She's just actually interviewed me there, but she's gonna have a lot of very cool topics that are gonna be very useful for those of you who are looking at online schooling. And when you do go, give her a rating and review. I know what it's like to be new. (laughs) And oh, as she you. said, as she said, it's there's no easy way to find them. And so one way is those that have more ratings and reviews do mm-hmm. get found. So and of course, if you haven't done that for us, I would appreciate that too. But also as you as you not just Sarah's, but anyone that you go to that you find useful, it takes a few seconds, and I never appreciated how much difference it would make until I started my own. And now I routinely do actually do that for other people. All right. Nice. So So last time we talked about the hows and whys behind educational podcasts for, particularly for um, teens and for kids. And I will put a link to that episode also in the show notes so you can go back and find it. But what are you going to be looking at today as you share with us?
1: Well, I think to kick off, just a reminder from last time that podcasts are completely free. You actually don't even have to subscribe. Like Meryl said, we prefer if you do because it kind of bumps you up in the rankings, but you can literally listen to one episode of a podcast for completely free. You don't get any spam. You get nothing. So it's, I feel like it's really underutilized in the homeschool world and there's just content from experts out there and they're they're talking about their own content so it's it's this whole world of opportunity uh you could create i I think if somebody would do it you could create an entire curriculum just based on podcasts so there's a there's a challenge for someone maybe maybe you
0: and i should do that together
1: that's right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I, but I thought what we could talk about today were four kind of categories where I feel like I've used them for my family. I've got three kids. Um, and those four categories are first podcast about money. Uh, second podcast podcast about personal growth. Uh, third podcast during the holidays. And then finally podcasts as supplements for curriculum. So if it's okay with you, we could just kind of go oh, for categories. Yes. So, uh, you know, I don't think anybody really likes to talk to their kids about money. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of a difficult subject. It's... Uh it's something that we think we're modeling well. Maybe you do allowance, maybe you do, you know, your kids are in personal finance classes, they get older, but you know, it's something kind of generational. I think it's getting a little better, but it's still not as uh, good as it can be. And one of the things in the last year that we've done is listen to a couple different po- like financial podcasts. Um, and that ranges in age from my nine-year-old, I'll give you a couple specific examples for her, to I have two high schoolers. So I think that this is something for homeschool families that You can definitely do together. Uh, The two that are for younger kids that I think are really effective are first, Million Bazillion. And, uh, that one has everything from the price of pizza. Like why is pizza cost what it costs, you know, and then it goes through kind of like the supply and demand, um, and how the different pizza companies compete with each other. There's a lot of different episodes kind of like that. Um, my daughter loves that one and then kids call in with questions and answers. And, uh, there was one recently that was about starting a business and, you know, he was just going to sell cookies and then they talk about how, you know, you can't just go sell cookies. You have to have a business mindset and how, Mm. you know, money is finite and, It's just really a a way to get your kids asking questions uh, in a unique way when, you know, maybe you would have just been driving to Target listening to the radio. You can put one of these 10 to 15 minute episodes on and, and make a difference. For the older kids, uh, there's just so many. And I think we forget that even if we just turn them on for ourselves, they're listening in the background, especially my sophomore, you know, he kind of, sometimes they'll even have his own headphones on, but then all of a sudden he'll be like, Hey mom, what did they say? You know? So he's, (laughs) he is tuning in a little bit. Um, And I thought popcorn finance would be a good one to, re- to recommend because as the host says uh, the episode is about as long as it takes to pop a bag of popcorn and it's all really short segments about personal finance so you know it's two minutes three minutes sometimes eight you know something like that but it's you know what is an IRA so it's it's good for those high schoolers to get just a taste no they're not going to remember all of it but you know what I've learned a ton like I thought I kind of knew what I was doing and then it's like okay these are all concepts that I thought mm-hmm. I understood a little bit better so we have a conversation as we go. Uh, And then the final one in the money category, uh, I actually, I do have a post on my blog too. It's just onlineschoolmom.com slash money. And there's a list of them, but for purposes of a podcast today, I don't want to just keep going through each one. Uh, But Money Talkers is actually geared to parents and it's how to talk to your kids about money. And he interviews pretty an expert pretty much every week that is a business owner or some kind of an entrepreneur or uh, even a teacher and they talk about how you can effectively teach your kids about money and I've been listening to that for about four months so it's relatively new to me but I have gleaned so much information and I'm actually going to try to get him on my own podcast I like him so much so mm-hmm. that's money talkers and it's uh, that would be for all ages I mean, he talks about how to get your four-year-old to kind of understand um you know how to the value of money and what it means and and whatnot i think there was one where it was like uh she asked if she could buy a toy and borrow the money because it wasn't her birthday yet and then when she had to do the chores to pay back she had to do double the chores because of interest you know Just kind <laughs> of cute so anyway pretty creative so i think uh the podcast about money there's so many financial podcasts out there just find one that you like um and and play it and give it a try So that's the first area. Okay, then moving on to personal growth. So personal growth is a topic of that's near and dear to my own heart because I'm trying to you know just be at least one percent better every day, right? And I think that if we can instill that in our kids, especially during a tough time uh, in history, that we're doing them a service. So starting with the littler kids, uh, and again I have these listed on my blog, um, but the two that we like, my daughter is ten now, but I would say for ten and under, uh, the number one I would would recommend is called the dream big podcast and that's actually hosted by i think she's a fourth grader or a fifth grader and uh she is to her parents definitely are well connected because she's able to interview some you know <laughs> um experts but she's so cute to listen to and she takes kind of the books that you know maybe we're reading as adults and then puts a uh uh, personal touch on them for kids, you know, it was even about, she talked about how she had her birthday during COVID and how she made the best uh. of that situation, you know, so it's, it's, they're short, usually, you know, 15 minutes or less, but um, really it my daughter really likes that one and definitely takes away some lessons. Uh, and then if you've heard of the big life journal for kids, I know that's a pretty popular one. That's like a growth mindset journal. They have one, uh, the podcast, and it's really story-based. And it's, it would be for younger kids, maybe like five to seven years old. It's the big life kids podcast. And then it's cartoonish, but they always have a a sweet lesson at the end. It's kind of personal growth related. Okay. Uh, For the older kids. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard about, you know, some of the top business people have offered to pay their kids to read, you know, us personal development books or um, business type (laughs) books, you know? So I told my teens about a year ago that I would pay them for every 30 minutes of a personal development podcast that they listen to. So I actually have a list where I don't have shows. I have specific episodes that they can pick from, or if they find one on their own, they can come to me and say, Hey, can I, you know, this one count and then I'll pay them because I think that it's, uh, it's a value and it's just, you know, it's just something kind of something cute now that we do. Uh, I don't think they really care so much about the money, but it, it got them going. But these range from anything from how to get over your fear of public speaking, how to apologize to someone, uh, how to write an effective email, uh, productivity tips Uh, I really like the one on controlling smartphone use, uh, -hmm. and just stuff like that. You know, some of them are like more to how to start a business, but just a wide range of topics that I think are life skills. So, uh, yeah. So not just personal growth, but life skills as well. So that's, uh, I think the value of the value of podcasts versus just putting in an audio book for maybe your kids or your teens. is just that you can cover such a wide variety right. of topics and, you know, yeah. maybe they'll find something they really like.
0: Yeah. I like your idea of, um, you know, encouraging them to listen to things. All right. Then you've got podcasts during the holidays.
1: Yeah. This is probably my favorite category. I started this, uh, over Thanksgiving and I decided to make us a list, you know, love ones that we were going to listen to in November. That would have been about a year and a half ago. And I found so many good ones about like the history of Thanksgiving. Uh, I know planet money had one about the price of your Thanksgiving dinner and they talked about the years and how that was calculated and you know, who knew, right? Uh, Over the holidays, the the most recent holiday you know we did some that were history of christmas carols or you know um the foods uh, why certain foods became popular over holidays those are always good ones uh there's some fantastic stories for kids for each holiday you know we've got valentine's day coming up so there's actually a podcast you know about the history of valentine's day and just cute little stories so i think it's a fun thing to incorporate in your homeschool over those months uh halloween was another really fun month you know that we did some candy ones. Um, just the history of trick or treating. You know, somebody's right. researched these topics and put together. You know, thirty minute segments that are not on the TV. So I really like prefer that. Right. Um, that's that's
0: it. It is the nice thing about podcasts is it's the one type of tech where they're not looking at a screen.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, so that, that's a area that I think people should try out and, you know, holiday, I would also say would be your road trips and, you know, binge listening to some podcasts on a road trip. is just a fantastic way to pass time. So that would be another area for that.
0: And then you have podcasts to supplement curriculum.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, definitely free. (laughs) So I think, you know, we spend a lot of money, at least I do on books and different, uh, different classes and whatnot, but this is the one thing that is completely free. Uh, so whatever classes your kids are already taking, um, you can supplement with content from podcasts. So what I would recommend is let's say you're studying a certain person. I'm just going to give uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, as an example, let's say you're doing something related to him. You can go to the site, ListenNotes.com and just type him in, and it'll show you podcasts that include him. And a lot of times there'll be like a, a synopsis of him, a biography or something that you could incorporate. So that's one way to do it. Um, the other way is just to not necessarily try to add to exactly what you're doing, but just mix it up. Uh, and some of my favorites would be a new one is Time for Lunch. So I think this is a fascinating one for homeschooling families um, because you know you're eating lunch at home, and yeah, my daughter likes that because it's like oh, it's time for lunch. We're gonna do the time for lunch podcast, <laughs> and it's the history behind different foods. Um, uh, she liked the history of chopsticks, you know that kind of stuff. So she's totally learning, and a lot of times she'll go look up stuff afterwards just because you know it kind of piqued her interest. Uh, the book club for kids is another one that. In a time where kids aren't able to connect with other kids, they can hear book reviews that are by real kids, and they can even submit Mm -hmm. their own. So that's a really fun one, I think, uh, for, I'd say, elementary to junior high age. Um, You'll see a lot of the popular books reviewed on that one. Uh, The Bedtime History one is a short, like, 10-minute uh, review of some important event from history and it's meant to you know bedtime, but you don't have to listen to it at bedtime, but it is kind of a soothing one. You know, when you're trying to sneak in some education. Hey, you know, um, it's a good idea. Maybe you're if you especially if you have a younger elementary and you're too tired to read that night and you're kind of don't want to turn the audio book on it's it's a good one. Uh, And then just a couple more to wrap up here. One that we found this month actually is called Who Smarted? And that is a history and science one that is about the time of a commute. So 15 to 20 minutes, you know, to your kids' extracurricular activity. And, uh, it's uh, it's very well done it's got a lot of funny jokes in it uh some you know with with serious content you know serious learning but made fun Um, a lot of animation included in there they're doing a great job with the audio and uh mixing it up Hmm. Uh, i think i have two more here uh the another language arts one for i'd say elementary to middle school is the good words podcast and that one, you know, kids, I don't think learn vocabulary like we did, you know, it's just not a focus. And so it really takes a word and it dives into why why that word is the way that it is and it makes kids think the way that they're not used to thinking in the world we're living in right now. Hmm. Uh, one... I think for little kids, you know, people are like, my kid is not going to listen to a podcast. They're six years old. Uh, The curious kid podcast is a short one that is by a little girl and her dad. And she is asking him questions and then he's answering. So it reminds me so much of when my kids were younger and, you know, she's asking the questions that every kid asks and you don't know how to answer. Uh, And it's her asking. So kids love to listen to other kids. Um, So that's definitely one to check out. And they've done, short episodes of pretty much every president. And then a lot of different science questions, holiday questions. Um, They've done a really good job with that one. So that's that's a fun one.
0: Well, thank you. As per usual, you have over-delivered and I am going to be going out and checking out some of these things because um, I like to use them in my online classes. So That's shows fine. by funder, go and check out what we have. And I do have both unit studies for younger students and we have um, lots of high school classes. And I do incorporate podcasts in um, too many of them because right. they are just cool. And as you say, it's a way that the kids don't have to be on the screen and it's just a way of mixing them up um, to get or mixing things up so that they're not just doing the same thing all the time. Yep. So let's just finish up and go over again where they can find you. Your podcast is the online school mom.
1: That's right. Yep. yep. I would appreciate people checking that out. And then my website is online school mom.com. And then and we your, also have a private Facebook group yes. that's, uh, just on Facebook. If you just search online school mom, you'll find that right. where we, I'm trying to connect uh, online providers with prospective parents and just share all things related to online school. And I do share like a podcast recommendation each day uh, for adults and kids within that group.
0: Right. It's a real fun group to be in and useful. I am in that group. And so come on and join us in there too, as well as you can come and join the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. We have one as well, and you can come and look for that on uh, on facebook or it'll be in the show notes again well thank you sarah so much for your time
1: thank you i appreciate and it
0: and thank you to all my listeners for listening again and i will be with you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermeer visit her at funda and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. technology.com homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network